Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B. And I'm a life coach. I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. And what makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and what they've become regardless of those circumstances. Sometimes it's just the little acts of kindness. They bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise. And living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110, fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or you resigned they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working. But true power, true freedom, is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life, is, it, it, life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? I don't know what it takes to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally. But I know being in the inquiry and looking ongoingly ha- has me thrive. Now, um, we've been looking at what are your habitual patterns of reactivity that keep you from thriving. And um, there's a couple of things I want to share on that. Like one, I saw that one of my habitual patterns around eating was getting in the way of me thriving. And I had put on almost 40 pounds in a six-month period. And I I shared on an earlier podcast, it started like with thoughts like, oh, and these are habitual patterns. Uh, Justification, like, well, I've been really good for four and a half years. I deserve... I shouldn't have to be this strict, blah, blah, blah. And it started that way. And I noticed over a period of a month or two, I put 10 pounds on and then, and then I went, oh, this is ridiculous. I'm not really overeating. 
and eventually in June I was in a car accident and then, and then I started having a little bit more wine and chocolate instead of having it on weekends I was having it through the week I was in pain and justification thoughts and and it just I I let go of all the discipline I had around my eating patterns and put the weight on at over a six month period so now I've been really strict for eight weeks it'll be eight weeks this coming Monday uh, just the day before Halloween on um, but what I've been really really strict and the first four weeks I released I released I released and I was like 12 pounds off in four weeks I was thrilled and then the last three weeks I hadn't released anything and I was being really strict and I, I caught myself getting on the scale and I don't know if you do this but I caught myself getting on the scale and almost blowing it because I got on the scale the seventh Monday and I hadn't released any weight and it was like the instantly a habitual thought was well why bother I might as well have that wine and chocolate at least I would have some enjoyment if I'm not going to release any more weight and then I went are you going to let your happiness <laughs> for the day or for whatever be run by weight? And I got how ludicrous that was. It was like, no, I could stay in an attitude of gratitude. It's like, I haven't released any weight, but I haven't gained any either. So I stuck to it. And then on Monday, a couple of days ago, I weighed myself and I had released two more pounds. So altogether now 14 pounds in eight weeks. So uh, it averages two pounds a week. And my goal by Christmas is to release 30. And my whole goal is to release the, the whole 42 pounds or whatever it was that I put on uh, by the spring. So I'm committed to that and I'm creating a new habitual pattern I speak it I'd be accountable I speak it to you guys you know I, I the other thing I saw was when I want to not know something I just don't go down the scale or if I don't know want to know something about my finances I ignore my bank statements and so forth I don't know if any of you guys do that but it's like if I ignore it maybe it won't be there <laughs> So that's a habitual pattern, not being straight and honest with myself in certain areas. And I say that, that maybe that could have something to do with me not thriving. In Al-Anon, we call it the, we're, we live in the river of denial. <laughs> um, so anyways, I just thought I'd share that. I don't know. I went away last weekend and part of thriving is learning new things and talk about finances I, I wanted to take on it's by Phil Town and uh, it's rule one I'd highly recommend it for anybody I'm not saying you have to you could take the course and not necessarily do very much about it but at least you'd become aware around money and finances and whatnot and it's all about training you to buy stocks safely and be able to maybe make some money and not that he's saying he can guarantee that it's safe but he has all these different tools and he's saying if you follow rule one rule one is don't lose money rule two is follow rule one and there's a lot more work like it, it I there was I I invited my girlfriend to do the course with me her and I uh, I paid for it but I was allowed to have a guest and I thought her and I could work together because we're in our 
60s and we don't have a high income, neither one of us, and we don't also have a lot of money uh, for our retirement. Uh, and so I just thought it might be a way of us to earn an extra five or 10,000 or more a year. Uh, would that make a difference? And it would. And so, or even more. So that's what I'm interested in. And now um, I'm left to do the work. And what I'm starting to see is I have some habitual powers. I have many, many things to do. And I'm starting to see some patterns that have me not thrive. Number one, I take on too much sometimes. And then uh, number two, I, I sometimes I, when I'm learning something new, I allow my frustration to stop me. So I've noticed this week when I'm trying to do some of the work with Rule 1, the homework, I kept getting stopped because I didn't quite understand what he was saying. And so then I watched a video and I saw there was something, uh, you know, uh, there's a group of us on WhatsApp together sharing stuff. And I saw I didn't understand something. And I, when I watched the video, because we have videos to watch, I, it re-brought something to me so now I can do the homework. And I'm really, really excited. And it's just finding the time to do the homework, and I am setting aside, I need to set aside maybe six to ten hours a week for the next few months to do the homework so that I can see if it's something that I'm going to get good at. And uh, what's really neat is they have this uh, Think and Swim. It's not an app, but it's something like one. You go on the computer and you download it. And it's through the Toronto Dominion Bank. And it's you can get the paper money. So you want the Canadian site if you're in Canada. If you're not in Canada, then you get whatever site it is. But it lets you practice your skills in buying the stocks the way that Phil is telling you to do. And you use paper money. And if you... You know you're ready to use real money when 10 times in a row you make money. Then you're ready to use the cash, not the fake money. And what's really neat is you, you get to practice, practice, practice with the tools to see uh, where you're at. And uh, the other thing is it's, it's not as easy like, I don't know, I, maybe this is a habitual pattern. I always think things are, should be easier than they are or whatever. But this fellow, Phil Town, is telling us, you, need to, you could put 10 to 30 hours into studying one stock. I mean, there's certain things you look for right away, and then you wouldn't put those hours in right away. You would dismiss them. But you could put anywhere from 10 to 30 hours in a stock, your first few tools, you'll tell if you should go any further. And reading their quarterly report and their, I forget the name of it right now, but there's certain documents, your Q10 and your QK, and, and, and you get to read what's really going on in the business. And then you make a decision from there. So I'm really excited about learning this. I'll have to share more as wait a few weeks and I'll share more. But I think part of thriving is being willing to learn and uh, to discover new things. And in my group, there's three younger people 
to a couple that are in their 30s and another lady that's in her early 50s. So I think between the four of us, and then I have another friend in uh, her 60s. So between the five of us doing the homework, I think we could come up with some pretty good habitual practices in this area to support each other in just buying, I'm just thinking of buying for myself, not for others. Uh, I don't want to make a living off of this for others, but I sure would love to make some money for myself. And then I'd love to teach my children, send them to the course and work together with them because, you know, if part of thriving, I think, is educating the young so that we can leave them with some legacy of something. And, and, and talking about leaving the young with some legacy, I was just looking at this neat card that my oldest daughter gave me. It says, Mom, you were right about everything. It, it's a pull-up card. And Happy Mother's Day. I was throwing out, part of thriving is decluttering, and I was throwing out some, but this one I want to keep. And on the back, she said, this is my 28-year-old, and it moves me. I'm grateful you raised us with care and core values, like doing the right thing and being grateful and helpful to people. Thank you for always loving us and making us feel cared for, making a home love you more than all the seashells in the world. Now, isn't that amazing? And this daughter was so ticked off at me just this time last year. She hardly could speak to me. And out of putting in boundaries with her and loving boundaries and being straight with her and loving, um, she has come around. So I just thought I'd share that. I was just really moved by that. So in closing, I would uh, like for you to look at. We're exploring how to discover whether whether we're 10 or 110. What are your habitual patterns that have you not thrived? So look spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, emotionally. What are your habitual patterns? And then look at what could you give up being right about and look at what are you committed to and start taking new actions from that commitment. And what are your habitual patterns that have you not thrive? What areas in your life do you want to be more effective? What areas do you want to thrive in? What did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it in number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. I will give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know they've left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes. So at Fast or Google Plus Stitcher, just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast, and rate it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep at the thriving. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com. <laughs>